Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by Natalie Dunn Billings. Now, I feel like we've made a pretty concerted effort to not talk about COVID a lot on this show because it's what everybody's been living for the last mm-hmm. two plus years. I feel like today's the episode that we end up talking about it. Why, you ask? <laughs> because we both managed to get it within a week of each other. And what's impressive about that is we live states away. So it's not like we got it from each other. We just happened to get it at the same time. Nat got it about a week before I did. I got it last week. We're both still feeling the symptoms of it a little bit. So let's talk about that. We'll see if we still have voices afterwards to keep talking. This might be a short show. (laughs) I felt pretty good. And now that I'm talking, I definitely can feel it in my throat already. I also sneezed right before and that did a number on my throat. It was a pretty loud sneeze. I've got to tell you, my sneezes the last week have been scaring the absolute shit out of Hillary. They've been so epic. (laughs) Not intentionally. That's just just what's in my system. Uh-huh. It's gross. But yeah, we got we got COVID. Is this the first time you've had COVID? Yeah. Yeah, me too. And all I can keep saying is, thank God that we got this variant. I don't mm-hmm. even want to think about getting one of the early variants. Well, and we're vaccinated, so. And we're vaccinated. Makes it less severe. It's, that would be a nightmare. And I feel for everybody. We're, obviously, we're lucky that we had the the symptoms that we did and we'll we'll make it to the other side. But unfortunately, you know, a lot of people cannot say that, whether they have long-term side effects or other things. Mm -hmm. Do you still have your taste and smell? I I don't think a lot of people lose it with this variant. Yeah, neither of us, so Sam got it too. um, And neither of us lost our taste or smell at any point. So I was glad for that. Yeah, that was my my morning ritual was, can I smell? Can I taste? <laughs> then I'll be okay. No offense mm-hmm. to Cody and my dad because they, they're almost a year and a half in and they still have no taste and smell. Mm-hmm. My dad can subtly smell really bad smelling things right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's progress, although I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He might just want no smell if that's the case. Cody, I'm pretty sure still has not much, but let, let's, let's, let's have you talk about it first because you got it before me. You thought you had strep. Yeah, so I started to feel sick on a Monday, which I think was two Mondays ago now. Mm. And... I just felt like I had a cold. I didn't really think anything of it, but I took a test that night because I was going into the office the next day. So I took a test at home and it was negative. So I was like, okay, it's just a cold. I'll go into the office tomorrow. So I went into the office and I wasn't there very long. Like I was only there half a day. I didn't feel great. I just felt like I had like a gross cold, you know? Mm. And I came home and I didn't go in the next day because I felt worse. And I ended up taking the rest of that day off because I just felt like so tired and my throat hurt. I mean, it was the worst sore throat I've ever had in my life. But that was really the worst symptom I had like I you know when you get a cold it like starts in your throat and then it like moves into your chest or up into your head and you know that's how you kind of know what's going on like if it's like your sinuses or like a you know respiratory infection whatever but it wasn't really moving like it was just all in my throat I just had like a horrible sore throat like it felt like I was swallowing glass every time I swallowed and like I had a cough because of that and then I was congested but not even really that congested like I had a runny nose but again it was all like in my throat so by Thursday 
Thursday, I was like, I must have strep. Like this has to be strep because it's not doing anything else. Just my throat. It feels awful. I've never had strep before, so I don't know exactly what it feels like. I mean, the symptoms you're describing, it sounds like when I had strep. Right. And that's what like a couple other people told me that too. So I went to like the urgent care and even the doctor was like, okay, yeah, kind of sounds like strep. We'll do a swab. So he was like, we'll just swab you for strep, COVID and flu just to cover all our bases. I told him that I had taken a COVID test and it was negative, but I got to say, I will take a COVID test 10 out of 10 times before I take another strep test. Oh yeah, those that was are the worst. Fucking nightmares. <laughs> for those of you who have never had a strep test, they swab your throat. So as unpleasant as going up the nose is, it's going on, I'm gagging just thinking about it. And I have like a really sensitive gag reflex. So it was, it was really bad. I I apologize to the nurse. I was like, I'm just going to warn you. I have a really sensitive gag reflex because I've never had strep before, but I've had a strep test before. So I knew what to expect. But you can't prepare for it. No, it was just bad. But then she did the COVID test too and the flu test and both of those were the nose swabs. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of COVID tests done in the last two years. And none of them went that high. Like she was up there. Oh, she didn't let you do it yourself? No, she did it for me. And she was like touching my brain. Ooh, it was the old, uh, not thinker, comfortable. <laughs> like, have you ever had one so far up your nose that you gagged? No, I've only <laughs> administered them to myself, luckily. Yeah, no, it was not pleasant. But long story short, the doctor was gone for like a while and they were, you know, waiting for all those tests to, mm-hmm. to you know, show. They were all rapid tests, but they still had to wait like 15 minutes, whatever. And so like 15 or so. So minutes later, he came back with like a whole gown and like a face shield. And he was like, guess what? (laughs) The COVID test was positive. And I was like, you're toxic, girl. (laughs) So I felt bad because like I didn't think I had it. So I was like, I mean, obviously I was wearing a mask because I was Mm -hmm. in the doctor's office. But still, like I did feel bad that I went into the doctor's office knowing like not knowing that I had COVID. But well, that's why you went to the doctor's though. So you shouldn't feel bad. Right. I know. But, you know, like I, I did feel bad. I also felt bad that I went into the office on Tuesday, but none of my coworkers have gotten sick. So I'm glad about that because I, I took a test and I didn't know. So that was Thursday. So back up a few days. So Monday, I start feeling sick. Tuesday, I start feeling worse. Tuesday afternoon, Sam gets food poisoning. Oh no. On what? I think it was bad milk because that's the only thing that he, you know, consumes that I don't in our is house. It and it chunky? did smell. No, it wasn't. That's the thing is it wasn't even expired, but it did smell kind of bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. must have just been bad, but. I was going to joke and say it must have been his brisket. <laughs> So Sam has food poisoning from Tuesday to Wednesday. Woof. So I'm like getting progressively sicker. He's very, very sick for mm. like 24 hours. And it was definitely food poisoning because he like, you know, snapped out of it. Like that was, that was his yeah. only symptom. But then he's like rebounding from food poisoning. I'm getting worse. I think my worst day was probably Thursday. Mm. I had a fever, which for me, a fever is like a huge red flag. Cause like I don't ever get fevers. Like even if I do have like the flu or something, like I don't usually have a fever. Mm. Whereas like when we were growing up, like my sister, she gets a fever for everything and usually like a high fever. But for me, it's like a fever is like a hundred degrees. And that means like I'm very sick. So that's how I like, that's why I went to the doctor Thursday because I had a fever that morning and I was like, okay, something's wrong. Clearly it's strep or something. Thursday, I had a fever all day. I was miserable. Luckily, Sam was feeling better from the food poisoning at that point. Friday was like a little bit better. I still felt pretty shitty. And then Sam was feeling fine. And then Saturday, I woke up feeling better. Sam woke up feeling worse. 
worse. And then he started to get sick and he definitely had it. I would say he had it worse than I did, but for less time. Mm-hmm. Like his was less spread out. It was just more acute and over like three days. Right. So he started to get sick and went downhill pretty quickly Saturday. Sunday and Monday, he was pretty miserable. And then he was feeling better on Tuesday. And that was Memorial Day weekend. So we had Monday off luckily, but we didn't do anything that weekend. We just spent the whole weekend on our couch basically, which was fine. Like, you know, it was good to have the time to rest, but. Right. Did you watch any good movies? Um, we watched, we watched a lot of Dragon Ball. Ooh, Dragon so. Ball Z. You sound very excited about that. <laughs> I mean, so I have to correct you. It is actually not Dragon Ball Z. We are watching Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is the abbreviated version of Dragon Ball Z. So there's original Dragon Ball. Hmm? Oh, sorry. You're you're about to explain it. I'm jumping the gun. My apologies. (laughs) (laughs) So there is original Dragon Ball, which was the original show. It's about Goku as a kid. Mm -hmm. And then there's Dragon Ball Z, which is like the basically the sequel, quote unquote, show. And so the manga is also Dragon Ball Z. Like that's the next story. It's like five years later, the story picks up. But Dragon Ball Z, the show was really bad because it was coming out at the same time that the manga was mm-hmm. so it like kept catching up and then having to add a bunch of filler and like stretch things out a bunch like and the later seasons of Game of Thrones I see what a little you're bit saying. yeah but that happens to anime a lot Dragon Ball Z was not very good but Dragon Ball Z was the show that was more popular in the United States originally because it was available in the United States and in English sooner than the original Dragon Ball was they don't know good anime here also sorry it's kind of a side tangent don't watch animes in english watch it in the original language just put subtitles on that's my that's my personal opinion i don't watch a lot of anime but i think it's worth it sometimes i think that it is fine either way i think that people who say you have to do it one way or the other are not very um watch your words (laughs) open-minded about it because one i think that watching it dubbed is totally fine it makes it more accessible as long as it's preserving the integrity of the show dubs are not always very good i don't think there's anything wrong with watching it subbed either. I think that's my thing is the the animes I have watched, they're notoriously badly dubbed. Mm-hmm. So I've never seen a good dubbed anime. Watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I think Hillary's brother Killian is watching that right now. It's my favorite show. It's a really great dub. Voices are all great. Show's amazing. It's my favorite show. But you didn't watch that. You watched Dragon Ball. We're watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. You kind of rolled your eyes when you said that. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this whole experience (laughs) because I said I would never watch Dragon Ball and yet here we are. And I'm assuming that Sam is the reason why you watched Dragon Ball. I mean, yeah. The reason we're watching Dragon Ball is because if you watch anime, especially if you watch Shonen, which is like a very, it's a specific category of anime, Dragon Ball is the original Shonen. Like Mm -hmm. most Shonen that you watch now are based on Dragon Ball in some way and watching it, like I absolutely see it, you know, like every main character is Goku in some way. So it is, it's part of my anime education, I will say. But also like, I'm not not enjoying it. Original Dragon Ball was kind of hard to get through in some places because it does have a lot of filler, but also it's just really, really aged. A lot of male bravado is what I've heard. There's a lot of annoying pervy humor. It also just isn't written that great Mm -hmm. um, in some places. The story sometimes is like not amazing, but it's still like, there are parts of it that are really good and I'm glad I watched it. 
Will I ever watch it again? Probably not. Would I ever watch Dragon Ball Z Kai again? Probably. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. But at the same time, it's like I have to roll my eyes at myself because I can't believe I'm enjoying this. <laughs> but Dragon Ball Z Kai is they went back to Dragon Ball and they basically redid a bunch of it and they made it a closer match to the original manga. And so it's like the story. It's just the story. There's no filler. They redid some of the art. They redid the voice, the voiceover. So it's like higher quality and they redid some of the script. So the dub is better. Like it's a better interpretation of the Japanese script. And so it's much better than Dragon Ball Z. And it's like just the story. It's not like filler and a bunch of other stuff. So it's fun. It's good. I'm also rolling my eyes because we have just watched so much of it. Um, we started it on Wednesday of the week that we were sick. So like the day that Sam was recovering from food poisoning. We started it that day because Sam was off work and I took off the second half of the day. By Saturday, we had watched 26 episodes. Holy moly. And I still worked half of Thursday and half of Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam worked Thursday and Friday. And how long is an episode? 30 minutes. So we watched hours. 13 hours I did of math wrong for a second. <laughs> Dragon Ball. That's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. We've slowed down since then, but that is what we've been doing pretty much. And we started replaying one of our favorite video games. So which is God, I feel like 16 year old me would be so disappointed in me. Not that I'm like ashamed of this, but it's Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is basically Ooh. just anime the game. <laughs> the only thing I know about Final Fantasy is I played it in concert band. My it's got sophomore good music. Year. I have, I could not tell you anything about the game. I could only tell you, oh, that's Final Fantasy. I think we, we didn't even do seven. I think we did Final Fantasy eight. Oh, I was going to say, I bet it was the seven soundtrack because the seven soundtrack is amazing. It might, I could probably go downstairs and dig through all my old music and find it. I played timpani. <laughs> I can tell you that. Let me just continue my weird weeb rant here. So all the Final Fantasy games, for those who don't know, they're not connected. They're all their own little story in like their own world, but they're connected by the fact that they're, I mean, they're JRPGs. So they're Japanese RPGs, which is a very specific genre of game, but it is a very strict genre. Now, how does the Japanese RPG differ from the American RPG? RPG. Is it like how Western cinema differs from Eastern cinema? I mean, yeah, it's just a different style of game. It's it's just, it's like anime. Like it's, there are a lot of tropes. There are a lot of like that are specific to JRPGs. There's a lot of like, you know, story structures that are specific to them, but. Would you say it's more open-ended than most? No. Okay. No, it is very formulaic actually. Okay. Because in, in Eastern cinema, they, a lot of their films end very open-ended, where in Western mm cinema a lot of it you have a concrete close to whatever the storyline may be mm. no jrpgs are very um there's a hero and he's the chosen one and he's it's kind of like your basic like fantasy story like narrative but then add like really big overpowered monsters and really bad catchphrases and that sounds really amazing weird hair weird hair or cool hair some of it's pretty fucking weird final fantasy is just like a basically a brand of jrpgs where they make a new one every so often. They're on like 16 now, but also there've been like, there's not just 16 of them. There's like one through 16, but then there's also, you know, this one that was, it combined characters from these games and it's like a fighting game or there's a whole bunch of
bunch of fan of Final Fantasy games, like so many. But Final Fantasy VII was one of the like most popular of the original Final Fantasy games. And it, when it was made, they were all still turn-based combat. So they weren't like your, to your, your present RPG where it's like, you know, you know what an RPG looks like where you're like fighting and um, it's like active combat as opposed to turn-based, which is like Pokemon is a really basic example of turn-based. Hillary plays a game, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, called Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Is that kind but I of I think Fire Emblem same is turn-based. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you when you said turn-based, that's the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. So the original Final Fantasy games were turn-based. And so a few years ago, actually, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out in 2020, in April of 2020. This was our like big quarantine game. So this was a remake of that game. But instead of just like, you know, they remaster old games where they'll take the same game and just like update the graphics basically, but it's still the same game and its structure. It's like turning out these old movies in 4K. Right. This is not that. This is, we are making a brand new game. It is the most, I mean, this is my favorite game I've ever watched Sam play. Like when I say that we play games, like he'll play and I'll watch it. Like I think I've talked about this on the show before that it's like watching a 30 hour movie for me. Yeah. I mean, it's no different than watching a streamer. You just happen to have the streamer in your vicinity. Right. And I can make fun of him. Which Um, is even better because he can hear it (laughs) and you can affect the outcome of the game. Exactly. And sometimes he makes me make decisions um but uh so this game is one of my is my favorite that sam's ever played that i've watched because it is just the most like the production value of this game is incredible it is like one the graphics are really really good like top tier the voice cast really good which is not always the case in a jrpg we talk about bad dubs um jrpgs get the worst of it what is voice cast is that the narration yeah like the characters voices okay so like usually they get you know a dub because they're they're Japanese games and usually they get a dub and usually it's pretty bad. But this game has a really good voice cast. The soundtrack is fucking incredible. They got a full orchestra to do this soundtrack and like the Final Fantasy VII original theme is like very famous. Like I said, I would not be surprised if this is if this is the one you played because it's like very well known. I'm guessing it was. And so this is like a 50 hour game and usually in video games you get like, you know, a series of variations of the theme, but they're all roughly the same mm-hmm. and they're just for different situations like there's a version of it for when you're fighting there's a version of it for when you're fighting the big boss there's a version of it for when you're walking down the street you know mm-hmm. this game has more original tracks than any game i have ever experienced like every fight has a different song every setting has a different song it's crazy and they're all amazing and it's like the same theme throughout but they managed for it not to get old it's so cool and like the story's fun and the other thing about it is that this is a part one so this 50 hour oh. game that we've played is only part one and neither of us have played the original Final Fantasy 7 so we don't know the whole story mm-hmm. um, so we're like left at this huge cliffhanger and it's really annoying and also this first part has only covered like a third of the original game Ooh, so there might be a part three yeah we have no idea and they're not even they're not even working on the next part yet so it's going to be it's going to be like 20 years before we are able to finish this game have they announced a release date or a general <laughs> idea of when they plan on releasing the next part? No, they haven't even like announced that they've started it yet. Video games take a very long time to produce. This game was like five years in the making and it's, I see why, like it's very highly produced, like I said, but I digress. The basic premise of the story is in this world or in, so far we've only seen this one city in this world. The city's called Midgar and this planet produces a natural element of some kind called Mako and it's like, it's a natural resource and the 
this evil corporation Shinra has harnessed the power of Mako to like power the city and like do all of these things, but at the expense of like they're killing the planet. Sound familiar? And so the story is about this like basically they're kind of terrorists, but they're like eco terrorists. Sure, this isn't Dune. Militant terrorist group that's trying to take down Shinra and save the planet by stopping them from using Mako. And um, the main character Cloud, his name is Cloud because this is a JRPG. Also, have you ever played Kingdom Hearts? No, okay. but I know I know what it is. Some of the characters from this game are in Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom oh. Hearts is a combination of Disney and Final Fantasy. Yeah. I still don't get that one. But Cloud and Sephiroth, who are two characters from this game, are in Kingdom Hearts. But anyway. Is there more than one Kingdom Hearts real quick? Yes. Kingdom Hearts is a whole other... Um, we'll have Sam on sometime to explain Kingdom Hearts to us. That's a game series that I've always had an interest in playing and just don't. never have. No, no. <laughs> it looks so fun. Then again, I, lo- I think I just want to play it because of the Disney aspect of it. We'll have we'll have Sam on sometime to talk about Kingdom Hearts. It is a whole rabbit hole that I am not I'm not educated enough to take us down. But Sam doesn't like it. Sam loves Kingdom Hearts, but also hates it. So like Game of Thrones. Second Game of Thrones reference that snuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Cloud, the main <laughs> you know, character, on. is um he's an ex-soldier. He used to be a soldier for Shinra, and he has now left. And he set out on his own to be a merc or a mercenary and like, you know, sell his talents mm. as a big tough guy with a giant ass sword. So he leaves Shinra and his old childhood friend Tifa, who he's absolutely going to fall in love with. And if he doesn't, I will riot. She's in Avalanche, which is the terrorist group. And so she kind of like convinces them to hire him for their job to go shut down one of the reactors. And then he gets sucked in and like becomes their friend. And he's, you know, becoming a part of their group, but also learning how to make friends and building his reputation as a merc and things go awry. But the whole story of this game, of this part of the game takes place in Midgar. And by the end of it, they leave Midgar. Like this- That sounds so familiar. I have no idea. It sounds Um, like Midgard. Yeah. Which is Thor. So they finish the part of the story that takes place in Midgar by the end of this game and then they're leaving, but that's it. And like the story is much bigger than that. That's all I know. And I do know that in the original game, one of the main characters dies later in the game. Sam and I accidentally found that out. And apparently it's like a big, like it's a big well-known thing that this character dies and I'm not gonna say it in case anyone listening to this doesn't know. Wink if it's Tifa. Okay, that's that's one of two characters I now know. Apparently, it's like really well known that this character dies, but we didn't know. Now we do. But there's a rumor that that's not going to happen, that they're changing Ooh. the story, which is highly contested, but we'll see. For us, it doesn't matter because we don't know. But if you don't kill this character, then you, now you got to kill another character. Well, that's the thing is there already have been several character deaths that were supposed to happen that like happened. But then at the end of the game, they were like, but they're still alive. So no, don't they're give me changing that, things. Don't give me that Wonder Woman 2 bullshit. <laughs> Attractive as Chris Pine is, he's dead. Get him out of here. Oh, trust me. I Speaking of Dragon Ball Z Kai, that's one thing. That's my one real gripe with the show. With Dragon Ball as a whole, is that nobody dies permanently, and it's really fucking annoying. Only Kenny can come back to life on a regular basis. You're not Kenny McCormick. Get out of here. Well, it sounds like you had a rip-roaring good weekend. <laughs> yep. So that's been our couple of weeks. So how much more of Dragon Ball... You, you said you're Dragon Ball Z Kai, right? Mm-hmm. How much more of that do you have? Not very much. We're in like the final section now. Like there's... Okay. They're called arcs mm-hmm. um, in anime, apparently. You're learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but so Dragon Ball Z Kai has four arcs, but we're only watching three apparently because apparently the fourth one's bad. So, but you've already committed. According to Sam, there's a certain point at which, sorry, my mic. According to Sam, there's a certain part of Dragon Ball where you should exit because it is the best ending. So I'm just going to take his word for it and we're going to stop there. But we're like into that final section of the story now. If we took that advice, then nobody would have watched season seven and a half slash eight of Game of Thrones. Yeah, but we didn't know that. I did. And I still had mm. a trek through. So I well, think you guys have to trek through. But I don't know. I don't care that much, you know? But I do. And I'm now living this experience through you. Listen, if you want to watch it, we have the DVDs. We had to buy the DVD box set of the show because it's not available to stream anywhere. So that's really the worst part of this is that we had to spend like $80 to watch Dragon Ball Z Kai. And we now own the DVDs of it. They're not even Blu-rays. Display that proudly on your mantle. <laughs> and over here we have... Sam's very <laughs> nice collection, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Why would I watch it when I can just have you give me the synopsis, though? Mm, I, I'm i not great at giving synopses, as we've learned from this show. And I think me trying to explain Dragon Ball would be both hilarious and also terrible. I mean, you've already explained quite a bit today. Yeah, I haven't really gotten into any of the details, though. That's, the, that's exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> We don't want the details. Well, what's on the docket? What do you got up after Dragon Ball Z Kai? That's I just don't know. fun to say, by the way. Yeah, a little bit. Dragon Ball Z Kai. There's also a game version oh. of Dragon Ball Z, which is called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You're saying that five times fast. Which is Goku's true Saiyan name. Kakarot? Kakarot. Kakarot. I wasn't that far off <laughs> for only <laughs> you, hearing it once. I guess. So are you guys going to play the game then? No, I actually have already seen the game. That was oh, my okay. first Dragon Ball experience. And and I was kind of hoping that was all I ever had to see, mm. but now we're here. And mm. like I said, I'm not hating it. I'm not complaining that we're watching it, especially Dragon Ball Z Kai. I'm enjoying. I would watch it again. But part of you is complaining that you're not complaining. Yes, that's really what I'm upset about, yeah. is that I wish I wasn't enjoying it so much. It's that internal battle that's going on. I came into this with like a grain of salt, you know, because Dragon Ball was what it was, you know? It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It was exactly what I expected it to be. And so I came into this expecting it to be about the same, but it's been better than what I thought it was going to be. I think that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's definitely not a bad thing. They say my Dragon Ball knowledge is at a seventh grade birthday party my friend jared braun had it on they were playing it in the background because they all played that and then there was me and cody in the very background just going i don't know what the fuck is going on here and that's the only time that's the only thing i know about dragon ball was that one night at the birthday party well i wasn't allowed to watch cartoon network as a kid or anything that wasn't nickelodeon so i never saw it because it i couldn't watch any of the channels it was on that nickelodeon that's that upper echelon of of kid comedy yeah i don't know why that was where she drew the line but i don't know my mom had a problem with cartoon network my mom thought pokemon was too violent that's fair we weren't allowed to watch a few shows on cartoon network now we were never into the anime but we couldn't watch ed ed and eddie mm. i found out later in life it's not really that they didn't care if we watched it as my dad says they just he didn't want to watch it so if we weren't allowed to watch a show it was just because he was in the room <laughs> and he also didn't want to watch it same uh -huh. reason why i grew up thinking that i there was something wrong with teletubbies we weren't allowed to watch Teletubbies mm, and we grew did. up thinking that it was a bad show and it turns out my parents just didn't want to watch it because they found it annoying and 
we were at my Aunt Janet's house spending the night, and that morning she turned on the Teletubbies, and we're like, no, Aunt Janet, we can't watch this. Like, our parents won't let us watch the show. And she just looked at us. She's like, why? And we're like, we don't, our, our parents just said we can't watch it. And my aunt called my mom. She's like, they're telling me they can't watch Teletubbies? And she's like, oh, yeah, just go along with it. I don't want to watch that show. <laughs> And then we found out in college it was all a lie. And then I watched, I, I'd, I'd watch clips and it's like, nope, I'm, I'm very supportive of that decision because that show is fucked up. Yeah, a little Tinky bit. Winky, what kind of name is that? <laughs> Get out of here, you creepy sun baby. Wow, we went down a rabbit hole of interesting shit. <laughs> Yep. I feel kind of like I kind of feel like Patrick right now where he was like I can't believe I'm on a podcast talking about D&D I can't believe I'm on a podcast talking about fucking anime fucking Dragon Ball Z Kingdom Hearts Food I crossed poisoning. the anime line a long time ago, and I'm fine with that. The Dragon Ball line really was where I thought I would never get, you know? Yeah, I've heard a lot of my friends that watch anime are the same way, where if, <laughs> if Dragon Ball Z is brought up, they'll be like... Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know Hillary, she has her quarrels with the show. I found that out very quickly in AmeriCorps. She had a two-hour debate with two teammates about how awful Dragon Ball Z is for other reasons that have not been listed. And they went back and forth. And she eventually won this debate. But then it was just me and my other teammate, Drew, and we're just sitting there like, don't know what's going on, but this is, <laughs> this is fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing I can say with confidence is that I will never watch One Piece. Oh, Why? Just a question, because Hillary's brother Killian that I mentioned earlier in the show, mm-hmm. that's his thing. Because it's it's there's too much. It's I too much. I just can never. Fair. I can Fair. never. It's too much to consume. I'll never catch up. I'll never be able to consume all of it, and I don't want to. I don't want to commit that much of my life to one single show. I'd that's rather just fair. never watch it. You because know? she drove all the way to Kentucky last fall to get his Christmas present. It was. It's. I'm drawing a blank on not not albums. What are they called? like each one through 20 of the manga series volumes volumes Chapters. thank you volumes she drove all the way to kentucky to get volumes one through 20 because they were sold out everywhere and he wanted these specific it was like 17 18 and 19 because the storylines in these are very sibling focused sibling heavy so he's like i think it'd be really cool if my older sister got me these well she couldn't find just those albums anywhere but there was some random old woman in kentucky that was selling <laughs> in perfect condition the whole volume set of 1 through 20 and she found it on Facebook Marketplace after looking for a week. Sorry, Cider's flipping out with the string back there. And she messaged the woman and she said, hey, can you ship these to me? And the woman said, no. So Hillary takes the next day off of work, takes a sick day, drives six hours to Kentucky, meets her in the parking lot of the police station, pays for them, and then drives six hours back. I've got the (laughs) phone on my desk all day just waiting like, something Bad, something bad's gonna happen. Something bad's gonna happen. I'm about to get a bad call. And everything went fine. And it was the best Christmas present that he got. He <laughs> loves them. I mean, I think if you got into it early enough, that's great. But like, there are a thousand chapters. Yeah. There are literally over 900 episodes of One Piece. Yeah. That's too many. For some, yes. For others, apparently not. Like, I just, I, that's too much. It's too much and it's too late. You that's know? That's too I much. I missed the boat. <laughs> 
It's not like catching up on like five seasons of a show. It's like catching up on 90 seasons of a show. Yeah, that's true. Like literally, yeah. it's too much. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, anime, what a world. I will never watch One Piece. I mean, we're scratching the scratched off part of the surface. It's so it's so deep. It's so deep. Hillary watches, and Hillary probably only scratches the surface, but even what she watches and reads, I'm like, that's so in depth. <laughs> I'm so out of my league when I listen to this stuff. No, I've only, I've watched a couple anime films and I've really only watched one anime series, but I don't talk about it because people give it flack all the time. Well, it's Violet Evergreen, right? No, I never actually finished that one. That's oh. true though. That's two series. Uh, Beastars. Mm, haven't watched that. It's good for the record. It's not weird, only if you make it weird. It's about animals and it's about carnivores and herbivores trying to live together in one school, but it's also anime. So there's some weird scenes. I mean, yeah. There's a bunny and a wolf and there's some weird scenes. Nothing ever happens because their instincts don't allow them. Did I enjoy those scenes? No. Am I a furry? No. Am I a furry for watching this show? No. But if that's what you want to think, then so be it. <laughs> Getting really defensive, bud. Give it a chance because <laughs> I, I, there's been like a handful of people that watch anime and I'm like B-stars and they just look at me and they're like, no, never. <laughs> Why not? Why not? It's a good storyline. It's not the weirdest show out there. It's not. There's weirder adult shows. I mean, Sam says this all the time. And now that I feel like I, I feel like I can say this now too, because I feel like I've experienced a mildly broad spectrum of anime at this point. There's a lot of garbage that you have to sift through to find the good anime. Mm -hmm. And it's worth it. The good anime is worth it. But you need to have like a trusted guide to find your way through the weirdly stupid shit and the really gross shit. Yeah. Like there's a lot of it. That's, uh, but that's some Hillary. of it's really fucking good. She was watching Beastars and I looked over and I was like, that actually looks like something I'd watch. And she put it on the TV and then I binged it. Not that there's a lot, there's only like 20 episodes. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a third and final season. I'm pretty upset. Although I'm sure they'll, they'll close it respectfully. That's the problem with anime really is that when you find a show you like, there's only they, one and season and they so never make a second soon, one. Soon, yeah. <laughs> This show could go forever. We don't even know who the B-star is yet. It was supposed to be whoever found the killer of, I can't remember, the, the llama. And then it ended up being, I can't remember any of these characters' names. It's been over a year since I've watched. The only character I remember is the cool-ass deer. His name is Louis Senpai. Stone Cold Killer. Anyways. <laughs> wow. Did not expect the show to go in that direction. But you're feeling better. <laughs> yes, feeling better. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we actually push this. We usually record beginning of the week, and it is Thursday, and this was the first day I was feeling well enough to record. I'm actually TMI. I'm starting to snot a little bit, so that tells you where I'm at my COVID journey. Yeah, I was the same as you. I started feeling symptoms late Tuesday, but really not till last Wednesday morning. And I even messaged you because we were going to record that night, and my mm -hmm. throat was bugging me. But I even messaged you and said, "I think it's just allergies." But I'm going to go get a, a COVID test just to be sure. Because mm -hmm. I also had like sinus pressure. But that's very synonymous with how my allergies are when they act up. And my allergies historically are the worst around Memorial Day. So I just assumed they were allergies. Well, after I sent you that message, I ran a virtual 5K. Which now I look back and I'm like, how the hell did I do that? Because Cody and Jordan were still in town. They visited for Memorial Day. And mm -hmm. Sam, so we, the four of us ran the uh, Happy Little Tree Run, which was a Bob Ross themed 5k that 
proceeds went to the Michigan DNR. And I ran a sub 30, but it was like 50 seconds that of a sub 30. And that's like three minutes longer than what it usually takes me on a bad day. So I was like, hmm, I must be more out of shape than I thought I was. But I thought I was in pretty good shape. And then as the day goes on, I feel worse and worse, worse. And I'm finally to get to the point where I just think, I think I might have COVID. <laughs> and then I did have COVID. The test came back positive. Luckily, Cody, Jordan, Sam have not gotten it. That's good. Hillary tested the next day because she had a cough even before this. She was sick with the flu about three weeks ago. Tested several times for COVID, never had it. She only had the flu. And it started to get better. She kind of had a little bit of a cough because when she gets a cough, it takes a while for it to go away. And then the weekend before, so I got sick on a Wednesday, like that Saturday, Sunday, her cough got really bad and we weren't really sure why. Well, then that after I tested, she said, well, crap, I should test. She was positive. So it's like, hmm, I remember you coughed in my face one night. <laughs> on at, Not like maliciously, like we were in bed <laughs> sleeping and then she happened to be facing me and I her and I woke up to just, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I slept on the couch for the rest of the night because she was coughing up along. So it's like, okay, I know I got it from her. Where did she get it from? Well, then her mom also tested on Thursday and her mom also came up positive. Just mm -hmm. a, some mild symptoms. Well, we had seen her mom that previous Friday to watch the Blues game. That Tuesday before that, her mom had to fly to DC for one day for a meeting for work. So we're pretty sure she got it at that meeting. So you know what, Boeing, you got me sick. <laughs> That's well, it. I think I'll I got in Florida. Oh. Because I started to get sick about a week after I got home from Florida. And Sam started to get sick about a week after I would have first been contagious. So Kate, Was Caitlin sick? No. After the fact? I'd still blame her. So I'm sure I got it in like the airport or something, you know. I mean, the, the Florida airport, honestly, the Fort Lauderdale airport was one of the least comfortable places I've been since COVID. Like, you know, mm -hmm. some places you go and it's just like, this just doesn't feel safe anymore. This doesn't feel fine anymore. The Fort Lauderdale airport airport was one of those places where I was like, this is just not fine. Like the Columbus airport was clean and many people were still wearing masks. Like it clean it besides felt the Ohio fine. state apparel that was being worn there. A boom. <laughs> <laughs> but the Fort Lauderdale airport. Oh my God. It was horrible. I, it felt so dirty and like no one, I was the only one wearing a mask. I was the only one on that plane wearing a mask. Like it was, that's definitely where I got it. I mean, we are talking about Fort Lauderdale in general. And Florida. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think that not, we're not going to get into it, but we've said our piece. But yeah, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and most of Monday, I was miserable. And then Tuesday, I started feeling better. But yeah, I had, my throat was scratchy and super stuffed up and my sinuses were killing me and I had a bad headache. I never did get a fever, but then my stomach was nauseous and I don't, I, I think it's just from all the cold medicine and cough drops I was consuming, which was because of COVID. So I will blame COVID for my upset stomach. And then on Saturday night, the back of my neck, especially behind my ears, and they're still pretty tender to the touch, but like my sinuses and lymph nodes were so swollen and it mm -hmm. ran all the way up my head into my forehead. And that that's finally going away. But like I said, me just touching it right there while I was explaining it. Sorry, as I, I lisp right there. As I was explaining it, <laughs> um, they're still a little tender to the touch. So mm -hmm. yeah, COVID, uh, COVID sucks. I don't know if anybody knew that. 
<laughs> COVID fucking sucks. But we're coming out on the other end of it. And like you said at the beginning of the episode, thank God that we're both vaccinated because it could have been mm-hmm. hell of a lot worse. And it's crazy because like, you know, I keep saying this to everyone, like in terms of COVID, it was definitely very mild, mm-hmm. but it was also the worst cold I've ever had. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. Like this was the mild version of it. Right. And it was miserable. We both also had, and I don't know if this is a correlation, but I know we both had pretty adverse reactions to the vaccine and the booster too. So I wonder if that, I wonder if that could have been predicted. Like if you react badly to the vaccine, then you're going to react badly to COVID because Hillary was fine with the vaccines and she was pretty fine with COVID. Mm -hmm. And her mom was also fine with the vaccine, save for, no, that's why the booster messed her up a little bit. But I only really reacted adversely to one shot out of the three. Like the first shot and the third shot, I didn't really have any side effects besides the arm. I was a little wiped out the first one. Second one, I felt awful. Third one was the sickest I've been probably in the last 10 years mm-hmm. and since then. But I also was like, I'll do a two for one. And I got the flu shot the same day I got mm-hmm. the COVID shot. And I have a history of reacting badly to both of those shots. Mm-hmm. And apparently most people, when they would go and say they wanted that done, the person that was administering that I get it, it's your dinner time. Give me five minutes, <laughs> Cider. The person that administers the shots had the good grace, and they did this with Hillary to say, uh, I would just do one today. Come back for your flu shot in a couple weeks. Hillary got her booster shot done the same day, like 20 minutes before me across town, because we mm-hmm. were obviously at work. And so her person told her this. She wasn't able to relay that information to me in time. Plus, she just assumed the person giving me the shot would tell me that. Mm-hmm. No, no. The person giving me the shot, I was like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm here for the booster and also the flu shot. She's like, okay, a bang, bang. <laughs> and then that night I was fine. I felt tired. And then about seven o'clock, I, I was like, I don't feel very good. I'm going to shower, but like not terrible. And I sat on the couch. I mean, the snap of a finger. I just was like, oh no, I do not <laughs> feel good. And it was an awful night from there. So being sick, man being sick. Sucks. Yeah, it really does. But Cody and Jordan and Sam didn't get sick and everybody I know is is on the up and up. And my cats, as far as I know, didn't get sick. I was very careful. Mm-hmm. As whiny as Cider is, he's not sick. He's just whiny. <laughs> little chumba wumba. You'll probably hear his, his little meows in the background because about two hours before he gets fed, he, he he lets you know that it's two hours until he gets fed. Oh, Ellie starts at like 8 a.m. She oh, gets fed at 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, she only gets fed once a day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we feed them twice a day. We feed them at seven and five. So about five, six on a good day. But most days is 4.30 to five. Him and Pumpkin will start meowing. Bear is fine. Like Bear's sitting on the table just looking at cider right now. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the other two are the whining ones. And then at five, if we're at home, cider will start meowing at about two o'clock because he sleeps and he eats. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. <laughs> yep, that's Ellie's life. But they, they both restrict cats. So I think they both deserve that. (laughs) All right. I'm going to end this podcast because I'm snotting all over my microphone. Yeah. (laughs) There's a a good mental image for you. Good to see you, Nat. My gosh, we've Mm -hmm. both been down and out for a while. This is the second to last episode of the season, though, right? We only have one after this. Correct. Yeah, that's right, Cider. We have a special guest for that next one, though. That's right. It's going to be Cody. We usually do that second to last episode, the way things shook out with everything. We're saving him coup de gras for the last episode. We're going to do some would you rathers. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good way to kick off summer. So if you liked what you heard, tell your friends, listen to us. That's all I got to say. Natalie, what did we learn today? (laughs) Oh, we learned that COVID sucks. 
Yeah, we did. We learned that twice over. <laughs> I think that's all we need. I think so, too. <laughs> uh, we learned that it's dinner time for the cats, though. So this has been the Hit and Run podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.